In today's episode of Growing Through It, Indigenous youth Kira shares her passion for photography, her story of loss, ways of coping, and moving forward to new opportunities. This story involves navigating the loss of a loved one. If this topic resonates with you and is too soon to bear, save it for another day or make sure you're in a positive environment and look at the show notes for resources in Canada. Growing Through It shares stories from young people who all have the common experience of being a part of Roots to Harvest, a human-centered, food-focused, not-for-profit in Thunder Bay, Ontario. If you're interested in checking out Kiara's work, you can find it on Instagram at livestudio underscore 19. We'll start by asking how you heard about Roots to Harvest. I've heard through Roots to Harvest through my school last year because I was struggling a lot and I wasn't going to graduate on time. So my principal gave me the option to join Roots to Harvest so then I could get my last credit and graduate on time. So that's how I learned about Roots. What was your first impression of them? I thought it was just like all about gardening and like all about the planting. But when I was told about the other stuff we got to do and stuff we would be able to learn and like different products that they made, I thought that was actually really cool. So it gave me like a whole new outlook on it. And it was really, really interesting for me. Like everyone's so like high energy and just happy and cheery to see everybody. And it just like made me feel like this was a second home in a way because like everyone's just so welcoming and like just like oh hi how are you I'd be able to like tell them about pretty much anything I'd be doing and they'd be like oh my god that's so cool they're like just really encouraging and they've just been so helpful to me I appreciate them really much because they've helped me through a lot of things last October my mother passed away so Katie actually heard about that and Sanjana heard about it so immediately they texted me and asked if I needed anything. And then I told Katie, well, actually, I'm trying to keep my house. So if you want to help me, like, you're more than welcome to. And so Katie would come over to my house and, like, help me explain all, like, the papers and all the bills. They actually made me a GoFundMe page to Roots to Harvest to, like, help me get financially stable so I don't have to struggle a lot. So they offered all their help and support. And they still do this day but I've gotten better at learning how to do things by myself because of them so yeah really nice so what kind of things do you do to cope with that loss I try to keep myself busy as much as possible right now I'm trying to clean out my house because I'm moving to Ottawa in August for school so I've been trying to keep busy by like cleaning or like sometimes I'll just sketch to keep my mind off things or like I'll just blast my music and just not care about anything or I'll just like talk to my friends really they know that like how much my mom meant to me so they know what I'm going through so they'll try and help me out the best that I can and I also do go to counseling for that but other than that I try to keep positive mainly about it and try not to think about the bad I feel like I am dealing with it more better than when it first happened because at first I was just like hysterically crying and just you know not wanting to get out of bed every day and just wanting to just not just give up on everything and just say you know whatever but as the months went on I've gotten better at it and I feel like now I could actually like talk about it without getting emotional about it so it's a big step I find. Have you found that it's helped you specifically? It helps me like get my mind off Things like if I'm having a rough day or something like that, I'll like go on walks and like if I find something that I find beautiful, then I'll take a picture of it and edit it and post it and just be like, yeah, that was my day. And in between too, like taking a walk through and like getting to think about things also helps a lot. 
That is a big step. And it sounds like you've used different artistic routes of expression to release some of that. Do you have a do you have a favorite one? Photography. I'm actually going to school for photography. I got accepted into the Algonquin program there. So uh, I'm very looking forward to going down there and like starting my photography career because one day I actually want to make a business out of it. So I feel like this would be like a big step in starting my career. And the photography program actually did recognize me too. So I found that a nice first step into everything and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. That's a big success, especially to have that recognition before even starting school. Is it it specifically like a photography program? Yeah, it's specifically a photography program. And we'll be learning about like different lightings and like different editing techniques and like different photography themes. Like I want to try something new, expand my bubble a little more because I'm so like, I'm very closed off and like, keep to myself type person and like I've noticed that like you can't be like that all your life so you kind of just have to push yourself and try something new so I thought that this would be like a nice step for me. When did you realize that you wanted to start pushing yourself a little bit more? Probably when I first accepted my offer at Algonquin because me and my friend sat down and we're like okay so you're going to be doing this all by yourself so you're going to have to learn to push yourself more. And I'm like, my mom would always be the one encouraging me to do this type of stuff. So I just told myself, like, you need to man up in a way and go out and not really care about what other people think of you. And as long as you're having fun, then that's all that matters. And so I try to like tell myself that all the time, just to like make myself feel better and actually go and do the things. And actually, it's actually quite fun. Not gonna lie. It's actually really, really fun. And I've noticed that like I've been more outgoing since and it's felt pretty good what first uh sparked your interest in photography actually i have no clue i just started taking pictures randomly this one day and my friends and my mom was just like those are actually really good and i'm like "Hmm, maybe i could like be a photographer one day my friend actually got me into the idea of starting an instagram for it So then I started posting and everyone seemed to like them. So then I kind of just continued doing that. And ever since then, I've just really grown an interest to it. And just to go back a little bit, how did it make you feel when you found out that you were accepted to college? I was actually pretty proud of myself. I was actually walking to work that day when I found out. So I was just on my phone walking and then I'm like, oh my God, I just got accepted into Algonquin and I jumped and I was like screaming. I'm just like, oh my God. And I'm just like, I'm so proud of myself because like I always thought I'm like, I'm probably not going to get into college or something like that. Like, you know, always having a one thought in the back of your head. So just to see that I was able to do that and get accepted, I I felt pretty proud of myself. What really kept you motivated to want to do that? Probably my mom and my grandpa, because they were very, very supportive of like anything I would do. And after she passed and after my grandpa passed away, I was just like, I know that they would have wanted me to continue with my career and want me to be happy and like continue to make them proud. That's what motivates me is just to like try and continue to make them proud of what I'm doing and hopefully like, you know, I'm not going to like mess up or anything because you still have that one thought in the back of your head that like, oh, what if you're doing this wrong? And then, you know, then you just start second guessing it. But I try and try to think about them a lot. So going to college means moving away. Have you been to 
Ottawa before? No, I've never been to Ottawa before. So this is going to be like a whole new experience for me, which is I'm actually quite looking forward to doing. So then I'll get to like see all the new sightseeing and like get to meet new people and get to see like the different stores and sceneries that are down there. I've only been to Winnipeg and Toronto. I've never really been out and about. I've only traveled like a few times in my life. So this is it's quite exciting. I'm a little scared. Not going to lie, but um, I feel like I could manage it. Would you have rather stayed in Thunder Bay? Honestly, if I really had to, yes, I would stay. But I've lived here for my whole life and I never really got to see other places or like got to do my own thing for once because I've just always been like, you know, helping out my mom or like I've been like helping out my grandma a lot with my brother because uh, my brother had to go live with my grandma. So I feel like this would be the time for just for me to do something that I wanted to do. And if it's going away somewhere else, then I guess that it's good. It's good. So it's like a new start for you? Yeah, this will be a new start for me, which is I'm actually very looking forward to. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in particular being in Ottawa, like as an Ottawa like bucket list? Probably all the sightseeing down there and... They have these scooters that you could rent for like a dollar down there. So I want to do that. And I'm also trying to bring my longboard down there so I could like go longboarding down there and like seeing all the new things and like finding my way around the city. Maybe going to Gatineau because Gatineau is only like 10 minutes away. And then Montreal is also like an hour away and they have go trains. So I could always like go to Montreal for a day and just like hang out or something. Well, once COVID's over and. In the long run, what do you hope to accomplish? You know, I I actually don't know. Maybe getting recognized by like maybe some studio one day and being like, oh, I like her work. We should hire her. Or like maybe um, creating my own business, taking pictures of like other people and like selling my work one day. Maybe like traveling to around the world and taking pictures of like different sceneries and like the different cultures because I find like the different cultures are very, very fascinating to me. And like, I just love learning about all the different cultures and like get to see like new things and like all the beautiful sceneries that are actually in this world. Instead of thinking about all the bad that's in this world, like a nice fresh air, as I like to say, instead of looking at all the bad things that are happening in this world. So hopefully maybe I could make a good outcome and like get people to see a different, yeah. Yeah, photography is like the perfect way to encapture that. So going to school for photography, that means other people will be going to school for photography. Um, How does that make you feel? I know I shouldn't be uh, scared about it, but I also kind of do feel a little bit intimidated by it because other people are going to be like, my my pictures are better than yours. Or like, you can't do this and stuff like that. And I'm just going to be in the corner like, um, okay, I'm going to one up you guys. But um. I'm like trying not to worry about it and not trying to second guess myself about it. But I do think about like, I know people are going to be competitive and stuff like that. So I'm just going to try and brush it off the best that I can. And I'll listen to the pointers that they'll give me and like take their advice. But I won't second guess me or anything. So quite some competition. Also, like there's going to be different themes. So like some person could be doing portraits. Some person could be like taking food photography because that's a thing too. And I'm going to be the one with the landscape. So trying to prepare for that. So there's some directing that goes with photography as well. Yeah, there is directing. My friend will help me 
getting better at like giving orders because I'm a very quiet person and I don't like speaking up for myself, I've noticed. So I'll try and like practice with him. Like, okay, can you do this for me? Or like, can you sit on a chair and look pretty for me? And so I've been trying to get better at that too. So then I could not be as awkward towards a customer one day and be like, can you, like, I don't know, like sit on the couch and you pick a pose or something like that. I could just be stern and be like, okay, I need you to do this and this and then don't move. I find that like all about like perfection and like everything has to be like perfect in a sense of way. And like, if it's not perfect, then you're just like so frustrated with yourself after and you just want to go out and like retake the picture and then like redo the whole thing. You say you're becoming more confident in like your work. I feel like I am becoming more confident in my work because when I first started out, I wouldn't really like share it to anybody about my photography or like even about my Instagram page because I'd be scared that like people would judge me and be like, oh, what the hell is she doing and whatnot. So over the years, I kind of just like slowly started bringing it out more like, oh, you know, like I have a photography account and like, you know, like I want to be a photographer one day. And then after a while, people just started looking at it and they're like, that's so good. And then that the people giving me like their feedback thinking what they think about it kind of also helped with me being more proud of my work too yeah how did like receiving all that feedback make you feel at first at first I was like okay I just took it with my phone and just like did this and that and tampered with the photos and posted it after a while I just just like if people actually like my pictures and I feel like I could just make a career off it one day getting better at it. So you mentioned that you do have an Instagram page for your photography. Do you feel comfortable sharing your at so people can find you? It is live studio underscore 19. Great. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for coming in today, talking to us about your journey and photography, all that goes into it and your experience with Roots to Harvest. It was fun. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, we're, we're not that bad. <laughs> so thank you. No problem. Growing Through It is a project of Roots to Harvest and a part of the Great Big Stories project through Frame, a global network of youth mental health services. In today's episode, you heard Lack Williams and Shayna Twans interviewing a past participant of Roots to Harvest. Roots to Harvest lives, works, and plays on the traditional territories of the Fort William First Nations people, signatories to the Robinson Superior Treaty of 1850. We strive to not only learn from and with, but also reconcile relationship with Anishinaabe people in this area who have cared for and stewarded this land for centuries. Each episode was recorded at Roots to Harvest in Thunder Bay with sound engineering by the folks at Podigy. Growing through it is thankful for the mentorship and guidance from J.L. Chung, John Thompson, as well as Cornelius Beaver, a supporting member of the interview team. We also want to thank the brave folks who showed up to share their stories and let a larger community learn from and connect to their experiences. 